Welcome to Miracles in the Middle, the podcast that celebrates the extraordinary stories of individuals navigating adversity and challenges in life. This podcast focuses on highlighting those who are in the midst of their journey, making remarkable progress towards their goals despite the obstacles they face. Our aim is to share the narratives of those who've discovered strength amidst difficulty and inspire others who may be experiencing similar situations. Whether you or someone you know is dealing with a challenging circumstance, we invite you to join us on this journey. Miracles in the Middle is a haven of hope, resilience, and community, where we celebrate the power of the human spirit to triumph over even the greatest of challenges. Well, welcome everyone to another episode of Miracles in the Middle. We have, as usual, another special guest on today's podcast with an incredible story. Um, Elizabeth, alongside me here, as usual, again, (laughs) Um, why don't you introduce our our guest today? Yeah, we're so excited to have all of you back here and to introduce our new friend, Jana Robertson. Um, I was introduced to her through her son just recently, and she has a fascinating story um, that I would love for all of you to be able to hear. So welcome to the show, Jana. Thank you. It's good to be here. Yeah, good to have you here. So for starters, I just found out from your son kind of a little bit about your story. And I don't want to give away too much about the details, but you're battling something that a lot of people are really afraid of happening to them. And I wanted to have you on the podcast today to talk about this and sort of dispel the myths. Because first of all, you look great. Thank you. You seem great. But can you, yeah, yeah, can you tell us what you're going through right now, what you're battling? Well, um, I'm battling stage four metastatic breast cancer. Okay which um, in 2005, I was diagnosed with stage one mm. cancer. Okay. It's a breast cancer. Had a mastectomy, and mm. then we did chemo and um, considered cancer-free. They were, mm-hmm. they were aggressive okay. at my age for, you know, what I had. Sure. So I took tamoxifen mm-hmm. for several years. Okay. And, I mean, I, I thought I, everything was fine. And yeah. then during 2020, you mm-hmm. know. Good old 2020. Yeah, where people it got were, all of us. Yeah, <laughs> where people were afraid to go to the doctor. Right. Yeah. Um, I thought it was bad allergies. Mm. And after several months, found out that it was the stage four cancer. Wow. <clears throat> so. How did you feel in that moment yeah. when you found um, out? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think I was numb. Okay. Oblivious. Yeah. I mean, just like you never expected that to happen. No. Okay. No. Wow. Because no. you thought from 2005 to 2020, that's 15 years. Yes. So you probably thought you were golden. Yeah, um, they said once you get past five years, you're pretty much through, mm. you know, worrying wow. about it anymore. Right. So uh, the doctor just called us in, and he was very, very nice, very hopeful, very, yeah. you know, he just said, We'll start on this medication when mm-hmm. it quits working. Then we'll go to this one. Mm-hmm. They're developing new ones every day. Yeah. And I keep telling him that he has misdiagnosed me. Mm. But he does not agree. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> so it's 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 been pretty easy to be positive. Okay. Now, um, I base, base everything on faith, family, and friends. Yeah. And not fighter. Got to add another word. Yes, yeah. there we go. Yeah, the four Fs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, so I don't know. My I, I have this weird way of not remembering mm-hmm. negative things. Mm, that's good. It, it's good, yeah. and it can be bad. Um, you know, yeah. Yeah. my neighbor, she said, Jana, um, 
I said, I don't, I think I handled this all pretty well. And she goes, Janet, you came home and cried every single night <clears throat> after I was diagnosed. Right. And she kept saying, and she said, you just kept saying, I'm pissed. Mm. I'm just pissed yeah. that this has happened. Yeah. Because um, you were in shock. It, I'm it was sure. in shock. I can't even imagine. So it was just part yeah. of the grieving yes. process. A hundred percent. Yeah. And, um, and then all of a sudden it was just like, you know what? I'm doing this. Mm, I'm, yeah. No, I'm, it's not going. I was having, having my first grandbaby. Okay. And I thought, mm. cancer's not going to get me. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have heard doctors say, what is the title for a cancer doctor? Um, oncologist. Oncologist. I've heard them mm-hmm. say that 90% of whether, depending whether a patient's going to be able to fight this or not, is 90% of it is mental. And how they, if they decide in that moment when they're diagnosed, if they decide they're going to fight it or they're just going to be like, I'm done. They're just going to deal with it. Yeah. yeah and it's going to get them eventually. Yeah. So a lot of that, I feel like is so mental. And I, I've heard the oncologist say that. So I uh-huh. think it's really powerful that in that moment you chose to decide that you're going to fight yeah. this I, yeah, he and it's not going to get you. Right. And, you know, I never <clears throat> asked God why. Is it me? Mm. I was very thankful that it was me and not Aww. you or you or yeah. you know somebody else mm. uh, because I think he knew I could handle it. Wow, mm. yeah. Um, so it's it's been a good it's been a good thing. Yeah. The doctor when he first diagnosed me, I thought, okay, I probably have like one or two years, mm. you know, with stage four. Yeah. Everything you read on the internet, don't do it. I know. I agree. Uh, yeah. That's how you're dying tomorrow. Even I know. If you're not oh, yeah. battling anything. I might already be dead. I don't know. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Let's still find out. <laughs> yeah. But um, I, after it's been two and a half years now, yeah. and I'm feeling better than I have. Wow. Yeah. I, like I was talking to him. I we went to Utah last mm-hmm. month. Okay. And last week, I went to Austin. Okay. To meet my brother and sister for five days. And then my sister came back here. So I'm not letting, I'm trying to not let it stop me from doing. That's awesome. Especially if you feel well. Yes. Now, now, yes. I won't lie. I was going to, yes. There are days. Yes. I was going to ask you about this. That I cannot get out of bed. Wow. Just, and it's not as bad anymore. Yeah. It's still there. How many days out of the week would you say that you feel like that where you can't get out of bed? uh, One. And is it just fatigue or how do you feel what are you experiencing it's fatigue okay and i think sometimes it's mental mm-hmm. also sure. yeah i agree where it's just easier to lay in a warm mm-hmm. bed and watch a movie it's than true deal with and who has anything. a better excuse than yeah. you <laughs> yeah well honestly <laughs> but i've got a, a great job i love where i work I've yeah got such a passion yeah. for it and that really school. keeps me going okay because the doctor yeah. was going to put me on disability and all that and i went Mm-mm. no yeah we're not going down that road. Can you imagine? Yeah, if you did go down that road, it's like you, it gives you all this time to think about your uh, way you're uh, battling. Yes. Yes. And I know for me, being in real estate, getting my real estate license and helping others is the best thing I could possibly do because I'm still battling MS as well. Right. But I'm not thinking about it all the time. I'm thinking about the people that I'm serving. Exactly. And that makes the <clears> difference because <throat> you're getting your focus off of yourself and yes. onto serving and helping others. Definitely. And I think there's something really powerful yeah. there. And there's something about you know, 480 kids coming up and hugging you almost every day. Oh, so, I was going to ask imagine. you, what do you do for, yeah, for work? I, I'm a secretary okay. in an elementary office in a small private school in Columbia. So yes. you make it run. Everyone gets to see you. Well, <laughs> well She's the point yeah. person. I yeah. say I'm like a grandparent and Aww. spoil them rotten and then go home. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I bet they're so glad you didn't leave. 
Well, yeah. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they didn't have a choice because you're staying around. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going anywhere. I've already signed up for next year, too. So. Yeah. No, I love that, though. Um, the fact that you were given the opportunity to get on disability, but you chose to keep doing what you're doing. Yeah, I, I just thought, I live life to the fullest. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And that's about that trip to Utah. I was afraid to go because of the altitude. Oh, right. And all that. So I rented a travel um, oxygen. Oxygen. Machine. Okay. And Great idea. Yeah. And the good thing, I didn't know if I'd need it or not. Right. But the good thing is I got to board first. <laughs> awesome. <Yeah. laughs> and then I always try to look for good things. Yeah. In situations. I love that. Yeah. But um, I did end up using it some. Okay. But that wasn't surprising at all. Right. You know, I called the oncologist and the um, pulmonologist, and mm -hmm. they both said, go. Just go. That's awesome. Did you go skiing out there, or what did you do? Well, I didn't ski. Okay. You watched everyone else ski? No, I didn't even do that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Not even. <laughs> but we... I grew up skiing. Okay. I'm from Texas. Yeah. And we used to right. go to New Mexico and Colorado and ski. And then Chris, my husband, liked it. He loves mm -hmm. it. So he planned a trip just for him because we were afraid for me to go. Yeah. And and then I thought, mm, no, I'm going. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I feel like that's a huge part of you overcoming this is just your attitude. Yeah. I think it gets overlooked a lot, just the concept about our mental state. Uh -huh. how important it is yeah and i was raised in a great mm. loving home mm -hmm. um you know they taught us how to act mm. you know be nice to everybody help right. everybody yeah compassion blah, yeah. Blah, blah. so and my mom was a fire i mean she was fire awesome I'm sorry. yeah so you guys you passed this down in the generations yes. i love that yes. okay uh, that's huge yeah she was very strong wow without being strong in a bad way right yeah. you know it was good kinds. positive strength yes yes i yes. love that like that mental fortitude yes yeah that's awesome so that here we are here we are two yeah. and a half years later i know it's amazing yeah. is there anything you could think of that someone has said that has stood out to you as one of the most helpful things that's helped you in your journey or do you feel like you've pulled all this up within yourself just to fight i think i've pulled it all up kind of sounds like it over time okay. I mean you know yeah um, and I've got so many friends mm. and there's several groups of us you know a group yeah. of this yep. group here and, and it you got to keep your sense of humor also yes 100 percent. because when I was going for a pre-check-in mm -hmm. a pre-checkup one time um a friend went with me mm -hmm. so the lady was asking all these questions do you have heart disease well and I said no no I'm healthy and my friend looked at me and said Jana you have cancer. <laughs> and we all three died laughing. <laughs> I love that, though. It, because, yes, you're battling something, but it's like an external force. The cancer is. So you are healthy. You just have this cancer yeah. that's trying to right. come and take over. Right. But it hasn't. No. And every time I go for a scan, they've shrunk. So oh. is that amazing? Yeah. She told me that yesterday. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. So it, yeah. It, it's hard to be, you know, sad. When they are shrinking. Right. Um, it's amazing and exciting. It is. Yeah, oh, there's I a lot leave. of hope in that. Every time I leave there, I go and buy a lottery ticket or do something. Yeah, seriously. I'm really lucky. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Wow. That's cool. Do, yeah. You, yeah. do you think your first diagnosis back in um, 2005, going through that, um, helped prepare you mm. for, for what you're going uh, through now? Probably. Yeah. yeah. I can see that. Um I wasn't as scared then because mm -hmm. it was stage one. Right. And 
my doctor told me when he taught told me the diagnosis, he said, Jana, I'm going to concert tonight in Nashville. I'm mm-hmm. just as likely to be killed tonight mm-hmm. as you are. Yeah. You know. And then I start thinking, I'm very fortunate to be sixty two. Right. Look at all the poor nine year olds. Yeah. And that school shooting. Right. Yeah. And people die younger than me all the time. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. I'm very fortunate. Yeah. That's a yeah. great, wow, that's great perspective. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's amazing to hear that, too. And, yeah. and I feel like it's it's something that, um, you know, would you say you were kind of born with that or raised up to kind of think that way or, or some of it's learned over time? I think it was, I think you're born with it, mm-hmm. and I think you're raised with it. And mm-hmm. not to discount somebody that cannot be positive sure. because that happens, too. Yeah. And it's, you know, a lot of it's not their fault. Right. right. But um, a lot of people don't have the coping skills. Right. I've discovered. And that's one reason I'm, we're doing this podcast is I want people to hear your story. And maybe if they don't have some of these same coping skills, they can hear how you've been coping. Yeah. And it will encourage them to maybe, you know, muster up some courage within right. themselves and positivity and yeah. hope. And I've always been real private. Yeah. Like, I don't post things much I would love for you to share media. about this what you shared yesterday yeah and all that so mm-hmm. it was um around Thanksgiving or Christmas yeah and I thought you know what I want to sit down because I had had a couple of things happen yeah. positive right and I, I thought you know I just I need to share this for mm-hmm. myself too right so I, I wrote it out and sent it to my sister and said you think I should post this because she's real mm-hmm. private too yeah and she goes Jen it's time mm. so I posted it got so many Wow. positive comments wow. and it yeah it just said I just want to share my story in case it helps somebody yeah. else and I was so excited I had just hosted Thanksgiving at my mm. house for 21 family members wow and if you told me that two years ago I said you are you're wrong you're wrong mm. um wow so yeah and then somebody told me well somebody in Alabama or wherever uh, the church mm-hmm. is praying for you and I'm thinking Aww. wow this is one this is going a lot of places, yeah. you know. I've noticed that too with social media. What did that do for your morale in that moment when you heard all the responses and you saw all the responses? Did it I, give you a sort of a boost? Yes, I feel yeah. good. Yeah, I feel good. And then I got I got several um, messages back, mm-hmm. private. Yeah, that they're going through this and mm-hmm. what do you do at this and yeah, you know. So it was it was good. And then yeah. I'd also read a blog that somebody in the same situation. Mm-hmm. And she said, I, I, I don't feel good every day, and yeah. I feel, I feel um, I'm mad that I can't help people mm. the way that I used to. Wow. And the way she said it, and my husband and I were driving in the car, and I, got, I said, Chris, you have got to let me read this to you. This is exactly mm. how I feel, because yeah. I thought I was made food for everybody. Mm-hmm. Did You know, that yeah. I love doing that. That yeah. was yeah. for me. Right. You know. So when I heard that, mm. it's like, you know, I've never really said that out loud. Because mm-hmm. mm. I really hadn't put it two and two together, I guess. Right. But she sort of gave a voice to the place Valid- that you were in. Validate. She validated yes. you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I also think just sharing your story today is going to validate a lot of people who are, who are going through yeah, and a lot. <clears throat> I'm, and it doesn't have to be just cancer. No. It can be MS. Right. It can be another disease. Yeah. It can yeah. be loss of something right yeah um Mm. so yeah i I love that um you know you went to utah at first you weren't you were you're not going to Mm -hmm. but 
and it was you had to do an extra you had to get oxygen you had to prepare you had to do things that were um you know a little bit outside your mm -hmm. comfort zone and uh -huh. harder to do but i feel like that holds a lot of people back is when mm. They start thinking at the complexities of things. Like, you know, I'm just going to sit this one out. And, yeah, and yeah, it would have been easier. Right. Sure. You know? Yeah, but yeah. yeah, it was it it was good. Yeah, it was good. It made awesome. me feel good that I could go on a trip like that. Yeah, you know? but when I was first diagnosed, my mom and dad both got sick, and they mm -hmm. lived in Texas. Yeah. So in 2020 and 2021, I flew to Lubbock about every other week. Wow. To help my sister. Because they were at her house. Wow. So. While you were battling uh -huh, cancer still. Uh -huh. Wow. Mm. Um, but that also took my mind off of it. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. And we never told them the seriousness oh, of it. Because okay. they weren't. Yeah. They weren't doing good. And yeah. nobody wants to see their child die. Then they would have worried about you. Yes. And been concerned for you. Right. Helping them. Right. So, yeah. I mean, they knew my cancer had returned. Okay. But they did not know to the extent. Wow. Mm. Okay. That it had. Yeah. It's incredible. <clears throat> yeah. I, um, I've got a grandfather who's 84 now, and mm -hmm. he's probably had cancer for 20, 30 years. Like what kind? Pancreatic. Um, wow. He's That's had, incredible. Yeah. yeah, he's had a lot of different ones. Wow. He, has, he has tumors right now, and they're shrinking, and they're growing, mm -hmm. they're shrinking. Uh -huh. He's kind of the... the you know, lab rat for Stanford, he says, oh. and, um, but it's, it's working. And, um, you know, he's just kind of, we just were thinking we wouldn't have him here 10 yeah. years ago. And, yeah. um, and see, that's inspiring to me Yeah, to hear that he's had all these different kinds of yeah. cancer and yeah. still with us at the age of 84. Yeah. And, and now, yeah, we're not having those, all right, this might be, you know, right. last Christmas or right. Right. those Good. moments, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Cause that's, he's thinking positive too, you know? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. one thing I've always heard is that our bodies literally follow where our minds lead. Just that whole concept of our bodies are obeying our minds. And so if you can get your mind and your body to align together and your mind is telling you, you're going to be okay, there's hope. Yeah. And then your body's like, I'm okay, there's hope. I've never and heard this, that, but that's yeah. awesome. Isn't that incredible? Like yeah. our bodies will follow and obey what our minds are saying. So that's why the power of how we're thinking is so important. And that's what I chose to do in my MS journey as well. Just keep that hope alive. And it sounds like you're mm -hmm. doing that as well. Mm -hmm. And so your body, I'm not surprised that some of the tumors are shrinking because your body is listening to what your mind is believing. Yeah. And following suit. Yeah. And thank goodness for chemo. Yes. So tell me about <laughs> that. How often are you doing it? Or what is your experience like with um, that? Last time, the first time I had it, an IV okay. every three weeks for wow. four treatments. And this is back in 2005? Yes. Okay. And this time I'm on, um, and I just went yesterday. Okay. And I had, um, I have estrogen blocker shots okay. every month. Okay. And I have bone density infusions. Wow. Every three months. Okay. And then I'm, I take chemo pills. Mm. So it's four every morning, every night for two weeks, and then I'm off a week. Okay. And there's been no rhyme or reason for when I feel good, when no I way. don't feel good. Mm. It's like... There's no correlation, like, no, right after you take it? No. Wow. That's incredible. I know. So, I, my husband always just like, there's no rhyme or reason. Wow. So you're you, still going to work every day. Yes. Too. Yeah, except I usually, I'm usually off, like, once a week. Yeah. Okay. I know you're telling me yesterday, sometimes the fatigue is really heavy. You just need to sleep for an extra day. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. 
Uh, but it's not as bad as it used to be. So, so I know you're a positive person, <laughs> but tell us some of the, if you don't mind sharing, what are some of the toughest things you deal with with cancer? Because I don't want to just paint this, and I know you don't want to either paint a rainbows and sunshine picture because you're right. You're bravely, courageously battling this, but I know it's not easy. Well, you make it sound and look easy, but I know that it's not. It's it's really the fatigue. Okay, it's the worst thing, wow. and it's a kind of uh, fatigue that. I can feel coming yeah. on. Like mm-hmm. it's in my eyes. Oh. It's, it's weird. Interesting. Okay. And I know I have to go to bed. Wow. Uh, and your it, eyes get heavy. And just, uh, yeah. Uh, just yeah, just a weird headache. Mm-hmm. Like do you get like a haze or is so it's more of a headache? Um no, it's more of a haze probably. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh so which is probably your brain, just like I'm exhausted. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Eyes quit working. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> or whatever. It's exactly. Uh but other than that, I mean, the shots don't hurt. The IVs wow. don't hurt. You know, or you're just really brave. <laughs> well, I've got a very high pain tolerance. You sound like you do. Yeah. Okay, because uh, every time that I get the the shots, there's one in each, and they're like, okay. The needles like this oh. big, <laughs> and they always go, "I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry." And I said, "It hurts you worse than it hurts oh. me." <laughs> do you get it done at the hospital then? Uh, these shots, or do you do it at your home? No, at the doctor's office. The doctor's office. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah. And everybody's just been so, so nice Aww. at all the doctor's offices. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. it's, I don't, obviously that's where God planned for them to be. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have other patients that you've encountered when you're there that you've been able to speak hope or encouragement to or likewise? Um, one time. Okay. Is all. And okay. she was younger than me. Mm. Um, yeah. But other than that... I don't really see the same people there. That's true. If you're not in an infusion center, per se, or something yeah. like that, then maybe you wouldn't run across yeah. other mm-hmm. cancer patients. Well, they're all in there. Off, I mean, everybody in there has cancer. Okay. But most of them are older, mm. or I think they're older. I always listen to <laughs> when their birthday is, and yeah. they'll say 1963, and I went, no way. You're <laughs> Wait, you're older than me? Than or me? younger than or me? Or yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally. So, wow. still, yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's really interesting to hear. I wondered if you were able to already offer others that hope because you just well, I do. There's so the many struggling out there. Yes, and um, at in the office at work. Mm. I mean, cancer's everywhere. It now. is everywhere. That's I gonna know. be my first question to God. Why? And not why, yeah. but what caused it? I yes. just want to know what causes it. Mm. Right. You know, I yeah. don't question why I have it, but. Mm. There's a lot of moms that are younger than me that have kids Wow, that are going through this. Wow. Yeah. I think that's a huge part of your story yeah. is just being able to offer that hope and encouragement right. to others who are also battling it. Because I think people read things on the Internet and they see things you know, on TV and they're terrified. Yeah. And cancer it, in their mind is like a death diagnosis. It, it, well, and cancer used to be. Yes, it did. And they've come a long way. Yeah. It should have already been cured, but it hasn't. That's a different I know. story. That is a different story. <laughs> yeah. But it's come a long way mm-hmm. from what it used to yeah, be. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, definitely. Um, do you have any, I'm curious, do you have any trips planned in the future? To well, the far, the next one I have is Labor Day weekend. Okay. Yeah. That's, but might be something else come up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised you have time to travel between battling cancer and working that's impressive well, that you have time for trips i had i had worked there so long that i had tons of days okay and then people had donated some and it's been yeah it's been very very nice okay 
That's awesome. Yeah. That you've had that, that they've been able to work with you and, and yes. be so cooperative like that. They have. I mean, I just text them and say, can't come in today. Sorry. Yeah. Nobody messes with that. No. <laughs> They're like, lady, you're battling stage yeah. four cancer and you're making it look easy over there. <laughs> yeah. No. I mean, it's, it's all good. Wow. That's incredible. Yeah. yeah. It really is. What advice would you give to someone else who's received a cancer diagnosis? Be positive. <laughs> I mean, you're going to, um, I, I would prepare them. You are going to go through stages yeah. of grief, disbelief. Yeah. Um, I think everybody's different degrees mm-hmm. of that. Yeah. Uh, but you just got to stay positive. You've I got agree. To. Yeah. And it, there's no other way around it uh, to do it. I agree. Yeah. And we have a reason to keep our hope up, too. Yes. We have yes. a lot of good reasons. I keep thinking I have three grandbabies. Yeah. And I'm going to live a lot longer. That's amazing. I'm not going yeah. anywhere yet. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you, well, what was I going to say here? Um, just drew a blank there. Sorry. That's all right. We, we that call that a brain, brain fart. <laughs> Man. He has a button Gosh. for it. Oh. <laughs> have you heard this? No. Can we do it? I can hear it. Uh, <laughs> oh, never mind. <laughs> sorry about that. All right. I'm back. We I might got my question. That's now. right. Okay, good. <laughs> um, how has your family and friends supported you? Or what would you maybe give mm-hmm. advice to someone that um, um, that they know is going through something like this? Mm-hmm. How, how have you best been supported? Well, mm-hmm. meal plans mm-hmm. are huge. Because okay. my boys were in seventh grade. So, you know, they eat constantly. Yeah. And I did not feel like getting up and doing anything. I was I stayed home then. I didn't go back to work until okay. later. Okay. So that meals, mm-hmm. um, and then I always say, when you go visit somebody that's just had a mastectomy, you take them a bottle of lotion, you take them some soft socks, mm-hmm. <clears throat> some hard candy, yeah, and something else. I said because that's what. Oh. I just loved getting fluffy socks and yeah. you know it's so like comfort things. Yes, yes. Okay. I love that. Yeah. Maybe like a plant. Yeah. Exactly. Thing that things that speak of like life and right. hope. Yes. I love that. So um, you said lotion, hard candy, socks, socks, socks. Hard socks. candy is for the chemo. Yes. because uh, oh. like the first round in two thousand five it gets you get sores in your mouth. Wow! But they tell you to suck on hard candy. Okay. So, is there a certain kind? No. Okay. Yeah. Just any guess. hard candy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Any any kind. Cinnamon, butterscotch, peppermint. Yes. <laughs> okay. All the above. Okay, that's great. Um, yeah. So, and then just give them hope. Yeah. I mean, just tell them, look, look at my story. I mean, mm. and some people don't even know that I'm that I have it. And the right. first go around, I didn't want anybody to know. Yeah. So I wore a wig the whole time. Why do you think that was? What was? What were you wrestling through in your mind that caused you to not want others to know what you're dealing with? I just I was private. I okay. Just, I wanted them to think I was strong and okay, going on. You know, which I, can I was. understand that. Yes, you were. Yeah. And it's hard to be vulnerable. I think. And that that was the problem. And okay. that was also a problem with me. Accepting food, mm. accepting anything. Yeah. I just, I had never accepted, had yeah. to accept it before. Yeah. What has that taught you now, though, that to you're accept. deep into this journey? Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, to accept. Um, the, it's just made me more vulnerable. Yeah. Vulnerable, yeah. yeah. And I feel like that's what people need, too. I agree. Because I've always said when we're vulnerable with our stories, they can be vulnerable with their stories. Right. And sometimes if you're not vulnerable, that's not good. Exactly. And it doesn't give others that permission to share their right. story if you're not doing that. That's what I've noticed in my story, too. The more I share, the more others share with me. I hear a lot of me too's and a uh -huh. lot of, oh, my gosh, I'm so glad I'm not the only one struggling. So one of my goals with this podcast is to break the stigma of the suffering in silence. Like, we don't need to suffer in silence. We can no. suffer in community yes. and find the support. Um, yeah. And it sounds like that you've done a really great job with that. Well, my family and friends have yeah. really come through yeah that's really awesome uh, yeah. yeah and they'll they'll keep me in line you know <laughs> remind me of what happened and I didn't even remember <laughs> in what ways would you say like do they keep you in line like reminding me that when I, I was talking to my neighbor and when I oh told right you, we go over and watch Wheel of Fortune every night yeah I want to tell my age <laughs> <laughs> but um I was saying you know i I'm going to go talk to her, and yeah. and that's when I said, I think I ended up, well, what am, that's when she said, well, Janie, you came and cried every night. Mm. And keeping me in line like that. So she remembered. You had put she it behind you, yes. but you, she remembered what you had gone through. Yes, yeah. but only, she only brings up stuff that she knows is yeah. okay to bring up. Right. Sure. You know. She's sensitive to what yeah. you need to hear. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I really like that. I just have friends with really good sense of humor, and we just I laugh love that. Stuff. <laughs> well, if you hang around me enough, I have a very loud laugh, and I laugh a lot. But I've discovered laughing is a coping skill. Yeah, I laugh at everything. I love to tell jokes. I'm the one of the jokiest people around, if we can, if that's a word. <laughs> but you know what? It is like, now. Yeah, yeah, it is now. But there is a joy. And because someone asked me recently, they're like, you look younger than you used to because they saw a picture of me like 10 years ago. They're like, what's your secret? I said, joy and laughter. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not necessarily improving with MS. Um, I'm just saying, handling. yeah, I'm handling it. But I've discovered joy and laughter gets me ahead. Yes. And it keeps me lighthearted. Yes. And I think there is a sense of that lightheartedness I see in you as uh -huh. well. That helps us. It's, it's just a great coping skill yeah. that we have. And we just laugh at the funniest things. Yeah. And whereas somebody, if you heard it, you would go, what? <laughs> like, it's not even funny. You're like, but it is. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, that's super important, I think, to stay lighthearted because the world is so heavy and our situations can be heavy. Mm -hmm. But if we're able to get into that place, once again, our bodies are listening. They're like, oh, wow, your, your mind is super lighthearted. You know, you're, you have a positive outlook. And it just, yeah. it gives your body hope to yes. re rejuvenate instead of just being downcast. Right. So I think there's a yeah. lot of importance in that. And you get a, a lot of joy out of helping others. Yes. Uh, that's when 100%. you get the majority of your joy, actually. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, On my worst days, I try to go and, you know, not when I'm feeling bad per se, but just thinking bad, we'll call it, <laughs> mm -hmm. or feeling discouraged. I'll go mm -hmm. try to help someone or see if I can reach out and be there for, for someone else. Mm -hmm. And in the act of that, it really just takes your mind off of yourself. It does. And mm -hmm. You find yourself encouraged. Yeah. And I don't mind anybody calling me, yeah. texting, whatever. Yeah. If they want to get in touch or if Absolutely. They're yeah. Having like a bad day. Right. Or, yeah. That would be great for any of you who would love um, Jana's information. We can yeah, we'll, maybe include something in the show notes. Yeah. We'll figure that out. We'll yeah. get something set up and okay. appreciate you being willing to do yeah. that. Oh, yeah. No, I'll. 
I would, that would love be wonderful. To. Yeah. It, it definitely feels like the common thread with the guests that we have on. Um, there are, you know, having a good outlook is they're finding community. Mm-hmm. They're not doing it alone uh-huh. and they're helping others. Yeah. Them. Yeah. And it's yeah. important. Uh, that's a big, that's a big part of it. The purpose. Yeah. Yes. Kind of right. it all. Yes. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Well, is there anything else um, as we wrap up here that you'd like to share or uh, any advice or anything like that, Jana? Oh, yeah, you're a wealth of information. Yeah, feel free to take Um, a look and let us know. We'd love to hear any of your thoughts. My husband's having open heart surgery next month. Wow. Are you serious? (laughs) Wow. Wow. But it's like bring it on. Yeah. Yeah. Is it pretty serious what he's battling? or? Well, no, he's just got no something that has to be replaced. Okay. So it's robotic. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So we're kind of preparing for that. Wow. And then when I went through my first diagnosis, mm-hmm. we had a, his, my husband's family had a big family business. Okay. And they went under mm. at the same time. Oh, mm. wow. So we had to move to a different house. Wow. And I think they just kind of leveled each other out, yeah. you know? I don't think I would have been ready to move to a smaller house. Yeah. Had I not been through this. Oh, mm. right. Uh, but it's been a blessing. Mm. Less to clean. You know. So it sounds like everything that's happened in your life has built on each other and it's just made you more and more resilient. Yes. And I think a lot of people I've seen become so scared of challenges in front of them, they don't realize they're actually very resilient. I'm very resilient because of the things that I walk through. It sounds like you are also. Right. And there's this beauty that I don't think people realize they're taking on this this ability to endure and ability mm-hmm. to just have that resilience and you get stronger and stronger yeah. with each challenge that you face and then overcome yes yes so there's it's a like, lot okay, of what's next i know what do you got <laughs> bring yeah. it on i know yeah. and it's so helpful to have people around you that know you good yes. friends family yeah. that can remind you of yes look what you've you know where you've come from right yeah. that right. happened to me just this morning i just switched to um a new real estate brokers that I'm really excited to be here at Simply Home where we do our recordings here in their studio and um, someone left me a message that just had me in tears this morning she said I remember Elizabeth just a few years ago when you were quietly studying for your real estate exam and you didn't tell anybody because you were afraid you would fail because I was battling MS at that time and neurologists were telling me I wouldn't even be able to pass the test because I just didn't have what it took isn't that great (laughs) Why would you yeah, say that? Thanks. I don't know. I was like, okay, watch me. <laughs> that's what. Yeah. That's why I am. If you tell I me I can't yeah. do something, I will. And that's it. that yeah. resilient spirit, I believe. Yeah. So anyway, my friend said to me this morning, she's like, and look at you now. She's like, look where you are now. She's like, you haven't swayed from your values and you've overcome the challenges to get to where you are. And now I've been in real estate selling houses for five years and I've had an amazing a career already. Yeah. Yeah, I've been really blessed. And I'm doing things that I was told I would not be able to do. And I was told I wouldn't be able to walk by this point. And so I feel like I'm a living example as well that we can do a lot more than we think we can. Makes you want to go dancing if they make you can walk. Well, I may or may not have just gone to a dance party on Sunday night because okay. Uh, okay. I love to dance. And there's so much to be thankful for and excited yes, about. Yes. And so I think a lot of people watch our stories and it gives them that hope that maybe they can do more than they were told they could do or they believe they can do. Right. And so if we can offer them that hope and perspective, yes. I think that's what a lot of people really need. And so I hope all of you listening and watching right now will hear yeah. that 
that yes. fresh hope and that encouragement that there's actually a lot more on the other side, we'll call it, yes. than a lot of people realize. Yeah. That's where the good stuff happens. Exactly. It's and so much fun. Speaking of the other side, I know where I'm going. That's right. When yeah. I leave this earth, yeah. you know? It's hard so, to lose, isn't it? It is. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just, I've got so many blessings in my life. Mm. It's hard to be sad or... Wow. Yeah. But yet... From the outside looking in, I feel like you could have a pity party. You could feel sorry for oh, yourself. Oh, I've had a pity party. Good. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad to hear that you have. I have at certain points too. But you know, I always hear like, it's okay to sit in that grief for a moment, but mm -hmm. it's not okay to stay there. Right. It's the right. staying there that really gets you down and out. So if I ever feel those moments coming on, I had one just a couple of weeks ago where it was on a Tuesday about exactly two weeks ago. I was so down and out about how I was feeling and just so discouraged, like, man, this illness just goes on forever and I can't get rid of it. And my legs are bothering me and it's hard to walk. Um, but I told myself, okay, you have the, through the rest of the day to feel like this, but uh -huh. tomorrow morning you're going to get up and you're going to get at it. Get your shower and get yep, dressed. That's right. Yeah. And once again, my body listened to my mind and my mind made that choice. And my body's like, okay, we're doing this. Yeah. So I allowed myself to just sit there. I cried. I went and hung out with friends that night. They made me feel a lot better. Uh -huh. Got up the next morning and, you know, I'm still battling the same thing, but I had a fresh perspective and yes. fresh hope on. And it's okay to go through those. Yes, times. it is. Yeah. I actually think it's important. Me too. I was just going to say that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. I think a lot. Yeah, totally. No, it is important. I do feel like the other side to this are the people who are um, eternal optimists, we'll call them, which I feel like we are, but yet we are also rooted in reality. Uh -huh. And I think you have to allow yourself a place to grieve to then find the hope and the joy. Wouldn't you agree? Yes, yes. Um, but if you ignore your feelings and you stuff them, then you're ultimately not doing anything good for yourself. Exactly, yeah. And I do feel sorry for people that don't have that in them. yeah. And like I don't know, we talked about it before. I don't know if you're born with it. It's, yeah. I don't. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah. it's. I, I do feel sorry for those. I find people. that a lot of those people that I see like that are ones who have never been given permission to grieve. And maybe there's people who've told them just keep your head up, just keep going. Yeah. But I do think there is a place to grieve our losses. That is equally as important. Right. Um, I grew up in a situation that was similar to that, where it was just like somebody's always worse than you. But I feel like that's no, that brings us down. It doesn't give us, it kind of shames us for yeah, feeling grief. Thinking, right. right. But until you give yourself permission to grieve your losses, you don't then have permission to find the joy. Yeah. So that's exactly It's right. been fascinating to see the correlation. And so I hope anyone listening that's battling that just to understand you have permission to grieve your yes. losses. Yes. And to feel the way that you feel, but don't stay there. Right. <laughs> because right. there's more hope on the other side. I mean, if you stay there, you keep going down yes you do that's what i say <laughs> so you got it like yesterday after, i say it's a dark hole yeah. if i let myself just keep going down yesterday after my treatments yeah i was tired mm. so i went to bed and then this morning i woke up fine wow <laughs> yeah so yeah. i'm saying get around if you, if you don't have that in you or um you know grew up with that mm -hmm. you know, get around jana get around yeah. people oh. like yourself that are willing to kind of pick you up because mm. um, yes. you could so true just be in the mm -hmm. room with someone and it, it it's uplifting I and agree. yeah that's using what your gift how you were made mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. to help others in that way too and totally. it's you know funny how it works out that i've got all these friends but this one helps with this more this one mm. i mean not helps but can just relate to that's somebody. the way they right. speak into your life yes yeah i totally get what you're saying yeah yeah 
So it's that's beautiful. Uh, it's. I mean, I'm. I'm not sick. No. Way to make lemonade <laughs> out of lemons here. This that's is right. awesome. Yes. That's, right. that's so cool. Well, thank you for coming on and sharing Welcome. your story. I'm so encouraged to hear it. And thank you for dispelling um, some of the fear that people have when they hear stage four cancer. It's incredible yeah. to speak to you and incredible to hear about your journey and how you're getting through this. I mean, I just, I can't believe it. I'm like pinching myself that I get to talk to you <laughs> because you're battling something that so many people are afraid of. And here yeah. you are sharing about how much hope there is. So it's just yeah. incredibly powerful. Well, so, and like I said, I would, anybody can call me. Okay, I appreciate that. Yeah, we will definitely put something in our show notes for listeners so they can reach out to us and we can get them in, in contact with you. Okay. If they need a little bit of yeah. encouragement or a pick me up. Right, <laughs> if they just need to say I'm having a bad day and yeah. you know need confirmation. And they know you okay. understand, right. Yeah, because yeah, you do understand more than a lot yeah. of people. Yeah, yeah. yeah just put a good movie on, take a nap. Yeah. <laughs> Do some self-care things. Yeah. Get your socks. That's right. Get I'm going to say get the cozy on. socks. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, yeah, like Elizabeth said, we'll have all the information in the show notes. Yeah. You can also reach out to us um, through our email, too. We can connect you with Jana. Um, but, yeah, thank you so much for, for coming on. Yeah, and yeah. Thanks for having me and yeah. getting me out of my box. Yeah, you did, you did <laughs> great. in our box. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, thank you. And we look forward to hearing how many people this touches. So thank, thank you. you so much, everyone, for thank being with us today. Thank you for tuning in today. We're so grateful that you chose to join us. Our hope is that this podcast can help you or someone you know who may be facing challenging times and that it can serve as a source of encouragement and inspiration. And if you yourself have a story that you want to share with us, please do. You could do that at middle at gmail.com. Special thanks to producer and editor Grant Brotan and Simply Home for making Miracles in the Middle podcast possible.